Welcome back to the Theomatic Podcast. I'm Daniel. And I'm Craig. And uh, this is where we try to make good theology automatic by taking questions we get from the internet and just fielding them. They're sort of a, a focus of subject matter, uh, matter that we dialogue together. Yep. And we got a couple of big spicy meatballs today. Yeah, we've got, a, we've got two similarly related questions. They're linked from They're different linked, perspectives. But kind of opposite. So Daniel, here's the first one. This came in through Instagram. Why don't you read it? People always say, as a Christian, you're supposed to want a husband. What if I don't? What if I want to be single? Wow. Yeah. So that's pretty big. That's, that is cool yeah. because I don't hear this. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think the person gets it right. A lot of people say, oh yeah, fine, you know. Yeah. Well, there are whole segments of Christianity based on be fruitful and multiply, and you really do need a, to be in a coupled marriage relationship. Yeah. So it's a big deal. Yeah, it's a great okay. question. But then here's this. This one came through TikTok, and it says this. Is it possible that God doesn't want me to have a mate, that he wants me to be alone? It's That's powerfully painful, the way this is asked. You can tell, or it seems like the question asker is really almost there's some suffering because it's like not want me to be single alone. So they equate being in a relationship with not being alone. Yeah. I, I when I definitely, when I read this Both one, powerful though, when I read this one, the second one, I definitely read it like from a person that wants to be married. Mm -hmm. They're not maybe getting that door opened to yeah. them <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. and, uh, and they're struggling. Although it may not necessarily be that. It might be somebody that's genuinely prayerfully considering. Yeah, it might be. Man, is it is it possible that I could be alone? When you say it with your eyebrows up like that, it, it does feel like that a little bit. <laughs> um, these are really, really good questions. Okay. And um, um, Craig is going to tackle them because <laughs> they're really challenging. It's not it's not as straightforward as you'd wish it would wow. be. Where to begin with these two? All right, this is the thematic podcast, so. Our whole framework is mm -hmm. what would be automatic in our minds. So I know you want me to jump in and answer, but let's let's <laughs> kick let's before before let's kick back and forth a few of the relevant passages. Okay. Okay. Let's just kick them back and forth. Okay. okay. In the beginning, everything was good, but it wasn't good that man would be alone. Yeah. So God created Eve as a spouse. Yeah. Okay. So in, that's that's there. We to got be that clear, there. in Genesis, God says it's not good for man to be alone. Man yes. meaning Adam at the time. Yes. Um, Paul talks about a lot in the epistles about, um, it is better for you to get married than to burn with lust. So there's a whole segment. Is that Corinthians? Mm -hmm. Yep. So in Corinthians, he talks about that. Okay. And so he seems to talk about a motive, an, an okay and appropriate motivation for marriage is you can't have sex outside of marriage. So if that's something you desire, or if you're burning to have that, you should get married. So you okay. can enjoy that gift. So that's that's a couple pro-marriage mm -hmm. thoughts. But Paul also says, I'm single and... It's better it's, for you. Yeah. You guys should all want to be like me. Yeah, he does say that. And he says, by the way, if you get married, you have you have to worry about this other person. Whereas if you're not, you get to serve fully God worry only. about the Lord. Yep, serve God only. So, so there's that. There's that. Yep. And um, there is... Um, from what we know, Jesus didn't have a wife. Mm -hmm. So he chose to be single and focus on that powerful, brutal, all-consuming mission that he was on. Right. And and God, in his single state, looked down and said, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. 
And so we know you can be perfect and be single. Mm -hmm. So there's that. So those are two pretty big pros on remaining single and serving God only. But then also God says, be fruitful and multiply. He talks, he gives that directive to um, Adam and Eve, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I haven't used that one in a long time, but there's a directive for them. I've always told people when they want to have kids, they're like, how many kids do you have? I'm like, as many as you can be fruitful with. <laughs> it's easy to multiply. It's not easy to be fruitful, you know? <laughs> so have as many kids that you can be faithfully fruitful with and raise them to be wonderful human beings. So, but, but you know, population and making more people was a God priority. So, and you can't do that outside of marriage. So there's another, uh, you know, approach or thought. Yeah. So, and there's probably some other passages. Po point is, it's not 100% straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, straight up, the gift of marriage is a gift from God. Um, in fact, in Ephesians chapter 6, 5 or 6, it, he's talking about husbands and wives. Mm -hmm. And then he says, hey, I'm actually just talking about the church. And so <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that marriage is one of the biggest analogies that God gives us yeah. simply to show us what our relationship with him is supposed to be like. Mm -hmm. um, but also the the call of being single and celibate is a legitimate call, mm -hmm. even an honorable one. Yeah. One to be looked up upon, not down at. Yeah. So it's both. There's a tension there. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'll go with this first question first and speak to it. People always say, as a Christian, you're supposed to. I would say in our culture and our church culture, it's definitely, it, we definitely lean that way. Yeah. Which is interesting to me because most people value the apostle Paul so much. Yeah. And he was like the exact opposite. He's like, no, it's better to be single because you're fully focused. But yeah. we are like, oh, well you should. So that's weird. Yeah. So I would just say to this person, uh, I don't think that you're supposed to do anything. I think that you are supposed to do what God leads you to do. Not, yeah. not You're not supposed to do what culture or your friends or anybody else puts upon you. You're supposed to do what God, what God directs you to do. I think that's right. That's what I think. I think that's right, yeah. Okay. I struggle even letting you say that. <laughs> and the reason I say that is because I like, as a, I like disagreeing, Daniel. As a married person with children, like if you're a farmer reading this, like you have to like, you know, you have to have kids. <laughs> you have to have kids. And in order to have kids, you have to be married. And um, it's just, it it's a, it's a powerful statement to say that you shouldn't get, I guess Paul made it. It's so, it's hard. I don't even know where I'm going with it. It's just, it challenges me. I feel weird when, to hear you say that. It just challenges me. <laughs> but you agree, right? I think 99% of people burn with lust. And I think Paul's advice is it's then you should get married. So I think more people burn with lust than are called to be celibate. So it, it if you have 100 okay, people... So let's on, talk about if that. You have, hold on a second. If you have 100 <laughs> people call, come to the doctor with all different symptoms, right... 99% of them are probably don't have a great diet if they live in America. Like it's like we can treat a lot of stuff with like, oh, you probably should eat better and exercise, right? That's like generally good advice for everybody. I think I think a pandemic in our society is sexual perversion and lust and those kind of things. And I think God's remedy is a healthy marriage. So that's why I, I struggle to hear you say it like that. Okay, but and I obviously understand that Paul said that, but... 
that's also not going to cure you of sexual perversion. No, it's going it to doesn't. fulfill you burning. I, I think that what I thought, I mean, I feel like what he's saying is, hey, you know, if you're burning, get married. But if you pressed him and you said, okay, but what if the marriage is going to be super unhealthy? We're going to be dysfunctional, end up hating each other. He'd be like, no, that's not well, what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Just because you're horny doesn't mean yeah. go get into something that's terrible for you. Uh, I don't know. Or, or how about, let me ask you like this. Let's say that you are have the call of the Apostle Paul in your life, but you still have attraction and you have sexual yeah, desire. To I do think something. if you have the call of the Apostle Paul, you know it. I think that that's something that you know, you go into it knowing, and you would value your call over your fulfilling your fleshly desires. And that's a different conversation than like the general public, so to speak. Okay. So you wouldn't say if you had the call of Paul, it means you never feel those feelings. It just Correct. means that deep in your bones, you know that the one outweighs the other. Yes, you correct. know that. Correct. Yeah, I, that's, how, that's how I view it. And then I would also say, I would view it like anyone who has the call of the Apostle Paul is actually called to suffer in a lot of ways. Like look at Paul's life, look at Jesus, look at all the apostles. Do you want to drag your wife and kids through that? Oh, yeah. So I think it's actually an act of love that you remain uncoupled so you can serve God only if you have a prophetic call like Paul to to write two-thirds of the New Testament. Okay, you know, but is that the only legitimate reason to desire to be single? This person says, I want to be single. Yeah, no knock on Let's this Let's assume person. that this person is not a world-traveling evangelist. No, prophet. I think there is are it people— fine for a right— quote unquote yes. regular there's no it's regular fine. christians but it's let's totally just say fine. quote unquote regular christian yeah to just say yeah i don't i don't have i don't need a hundred percent there is no there is no in my opinion there's no directive to get married there is a directive to how to be married when you choose to be married okay there is an admonishment or an encouragement to remain single to live an uncomplicated serve god only life i agree and see that in scripture I just think, and who knows, maybe that's the whole tactic of the devil is to get everybody all riled up and randy so they can't remain single and serve God only. I don't know. Randy. But my point is there are people that have real <laughs> randy. Baby. I mean, I said horny uh, yeah, earlier. I'm you to said say randy. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what the terms are, but I will say this. Um, there are people that are like demisexuals or eight, like they're just not sexual beings. Like, wow amazing good for you enjoy your life of serving god only that is awesome and in a lot of ways i would say that is a gift and i would also say that if you have an intense sexual drive that's in a lot of ways a bit of a burden mm -hmm. because you have a demand engine that it would be difficult for one person to keep up with and make no mistake god has a prescription for marriage he has a viewpoint. He has a way he wants it done. Mm -hmm. And there are things that are outside of the boundaries of that. Yeah. And so, so, so that's, that's what I really think. I think that, I think that, um, um, because when, 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 when God says it's not good for man to be alone, um, ironically, then sin entered through Eve, but it's fine. It's fine, Eve. Don't worry about it. But um, um, yeah, but kind of he gave the commandment to Adam before Eve. I know he did, but hear me, hear me though. <laughs> Adam wasn't alone. 
Yeah. It's not good for man to be alone. He wasn't alone. He walked with God in the garden. Like he was with God. He wasn't alone. So have you ever thought through that? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess the only thing I've thought is that God knew that there is a, the biggest place in our heart that only God can fill, but there's also a, a designed place in our heart that he wants another human being to fill. That's exactly what it means. That's what, or at least that's what I think it means. I think it means that we have an agape love and there are other types of love that we can only experience with like beings and lesser beings. And, um, he had to make a like and lesser hmm. in order for us. In fact, like one of the crazy journeys my family wants to go on is like, we have agape love with me and the kids and mom and the kids and mom and dad have marriage love. That is like Christ in the church, but we've never experienced adoption love. The, the love by choice, unconditional love by choice, full grown adopted, you know, so we want to adopt at some point. So that way our family can experience that type of love. Hmm. So, so, um, the answer to this lovely question answer is actually pretty direct. The other one is harder in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. And so the this first one is you don't first have to question people always say as a Christian, you should find a husband. What if I want to be single? We, we have good news for you. We both agree. <laughs> Yeah. If, if that's what you feel led to do, yeah. hallelujah, as long yeah. as you're not burning with lust and sinning. Yes. Okay. I think so, you can ask a hundred theologians and 99 of them will answer it the way that we're answering it. Right. Because And the one guy is wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty <laughs> clear. So this second qu question, for those just listening on audio, here it is again. Is it possible that God doesn't want me to have a mate? That he wants me to be alone this person may not be as happy with us i believe it is possible that god can want you to remain single i think that's possible yeah i would agree i think it's possible the way the question's framed it is possible yeah to answer the question i what are we basing that on? This is the thematic podcast. So what are we basing we're, that? We're basing it on precedent. Yeah. What's the precedent? The, the precedent is Paul. <laughs> Again, the tone of this question feels like I don't want to be alone. Didn't we just agree earlier that we felt like if you had the Paul call, yes. you would kind of know it, you'd feel it, you would resonate with it to some degree. Yeah. Is there... Is it possible that God has a call for your life? That you know, we you... talk so much about God will give you the desires of your heart, blah, blah, blah. But like, and I think that that's true. Or like, even as a preacher, I'll tell people like, if you love soccer, do soccer for the glory of God. If you love this and that. But at the same time, I know God told Moses to go somewhere. He did, he not, did not want, want to, go. to go. And it's like, I'm sorry. Yes. I don't care what you want. This is this what, is what I, I need you, you to do. Yeah, yeah do it. Jesus so, Christ, God, is there any other way that this cup can pass from me? Yeah. Like the son of God, nevertheless, not my will, implying he had a will and a perspective and a desire. Nevertheless, not, not my will, yours be done. Yeah. Which means they were different. Of course. And he So is it submitted. possible yeah. that God wants us to do things that we don't want to do? 100%. Yes. Yeah. And I've experienced it a few times in my life and I'm better for him. And it, but th I know this is a big one. That's why this, well, I was like, Ooh, this one's a tough one because it is a hundred percent in my opinion from reading the scriptures and what I know about and who I know about God 
is it is possible for him to want you to be alone, to live out a specific purpose he has for you that you might need to be alone to do. And can well, that seem you're, unloving? You're still using the word alone though. Yeah. Do you think there's a difference between being alone and being single? A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I should have used single and not alone. Yeah, yeah. They use the word alone, but yeah. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's say that uh, with your will or against your will, God's will is for you to be single. Yeah. How can a believer be single but not be alone? Yeah. I, if it were me, well, the church is your community. Right. You're never alone with Christ. So right. you have him with you always. Then your next, you need things like when God says it's not good for man to be alone, Adam had God. What Adam needed was someone like him. So you need to go find like people, other people who are single. And then you need to find people below you, so to speak, meaning behind you in the timeline. You need to disciple people. So you need people with you, peers, and you need to be discipling some people or serving a group of people mm. um, that you are more advanced in your faith. Um, that's the circle that God has made for us. He is above us. There's someone with us and there's people behind us that we're bringing up. Um, like actually, that. you have the best sermon in the world, in my opinion, on this subject. It's your two by two sermon. Mm. Um, that sermon changed me. Um, I still think about that. I share that with people. I think everyone, uh, Andy, let's figure out a way to link that sermon. Do you still have that? Yeah. I think you've said this in a different episode. Dude, too. I love that sermon. <laughs> like when people start to think of it, it's the first time I've seen it presented like a business. And I'm like, this is brilliant. Why are we not doing this? So long story short, I'll cover this another time. I actually have undergone building an app that formalizes the two by two and you sign up and you're like, I am being discipled by this person and I am discipling these two people. <laughs> so we're actually making it and we're building it on a bit, uh, like a, a, a crypto platform. Like I'll, I'll tell you, and I forgot to tell you, we've had very, you forgot I, to tell I me an app is based on your my message. I wanted to present it to you at one point. <laughs> Uh, we like Craig is Daniel. moving right now. We drove up. We have like eight hours together. Like it's it's a really whirlwind thing. There's a lot to cover, but anyway, here's the deal: you have to go get involved in a church. And you have to start discipling people. That to me is the correct answer. You don't have to be alone, but you may need to remain single. Yeah, and I would add, you just because you said, "Hey, go find other single people." I don't think that it needs to be restricted to that. Like, yeah, oh, just have all the single people hang out together. Yeah. Don't fraternize with That's the married, you get married people. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that could work too. Yeah. So if you're if you're wanting to be married, I think per pursue that. Yeah. Um. But we, you know, we have somebody in our life that is not married and has absolutely adopted our family, and we've adopted her, and. She fulfills a very special role in our family. Yeah, and it's beautiful. I know that we fulfill a very special place in her life. And, you know, it's not the same as her having a husband per se, but there's the type. What this person has done for us would not be possible if she was married. Mm -hmm. And there's a degree of, of fulfillment and joy that we've all had because of, just her role in our life. Yeah. And so that's beautiful. I love that. Um, I had a thought where you were talking and I wanted to say it and see if you agree with me because very few people have the arrangement that you have. Would you agree? That's an uncommon arrangement that yeah. there would be someone that can like live alongside your family and, yeah. you know, serve and, yeah. um, and it, and it's really cool. I, I, 
you made me think of something and I thought of it when you were talking. It's this, it's, do you think it's possible that there are actually maybe a bunch of people who are supposed to be single, so to speak, that ended up getting married? Is it possible? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, do you think, do you think that that, I've never thought about it. That's what I'm wondering. I'm like, I wonder if there are people that do this or that, like black question, like, I feel like I'm supposed to get married. I don't really have a desire or the toolkit to do it, but I think oh, I should and they like get married. Yeah. Should, yeah. yeah. Kind of like, Everybody said, oh, you should go to college after high school. This is what I should do. But yeah. Probably college was not actually yeah. necessary. Because for... I, I think we need to address that group of people who might hear this and be like, oh my goodness, maybe I was supposed to be single and I'm in a really tough marriage. That's really hard. Maybe that's why. I think you got to be careful with that though. Because I say, I once you say I do, now you're supposed to be married no matter what. Correct. Okay, great. That's where I wanted to get. Paul talks about even like if you get married unsaved, and then you get saved and your spouse doesn't get saved, so to speak, doesn't yield to the Lord, you just remain in that marriage. So God does view marriage as two people becoming one flesh. And in as much as it's up to you, remain married. Now, if you're in an abusive relationship, seek help. It's okay to do like David did and remain in this submitted relationship, you know, without harming that person, but also removing yourself from the danger. Please do that. Um, if you're in a, a, a domestically violent relationship, but I think the bigger truth is like, when you say I do, you're trying to say I do every day. Like mm -hmm. you're trying to keep married. Right. Um, and, and so because of how intense that is, I actually would say, I don't think it's for everybody. So I kind of started thinking about it from the other side. It's like marriage is a huge deal and it's really hard. Yeah. And you know what? You're right. Being horny isn't the right reason to get married. Although Paul does say it is better to be married than to burn with lust. So maybe we could suss that out in our last three to five minutes. I don't know how to suss I that I passed the ball over to you, Craig. I don't know. <laughs> but it's in there, right? Like that, that's in there. That is in there. Yeah. 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 I thought about that verse a lot when I was a teenage boy. I'm like, I can't wait to get married. Right. Yeah. Um, and then marriage is really hard. And I have a lot of friends. Uh, I mean, I've been married 18 years. I've got friends that didn't make it past three mm -hmm. because they followed that verse to the T and there was nothing else there. Right. Besides that. Yeah. That's the only thing that was, yeah. Or like the main thing that was leading them to yeah. jump in. Yeah. <sighs> These are tough questions. Yeah. It's easy when your life follows the template, like, you know, I wasn't born with a proclivity to find people attractive in the same sex. I found women attractive. I got raised in a family where I had the resources and an opportunity pool to find a wife. I wanted kids. It's easy for me, you know, in a lot of mm -hmm. ways. I haven't had to face this kind of question. Right. Um, the beautiful thing about the word of God is there is so much hope and there is so much um, wisdom in there, even for people that are, maybe outside that bell curve that live on those fringes where it's like, man, I don't fit the obvious mold. These aren't my desires. And that's where I would say in my final thoughts is like, I, I believe in the, the story of the persistent widow. If you're someone like asking this question where you seemingly don't want to be alone, but think that God might want that for you, I would be like the persistent widow in scripture and continually ask. And in that story, we get the idea that maybe her persistence changed God's mind. And so I would also give you that hope that God will respond to your prayers. Hmm. 
And so there's hope mm-hmm. in my mind. Yeah, I would just, um, I guess my final thought would be, and I don't remember if you, you said it in this episode or a different episode, but you brought up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That I just would say, you know, our strive in any thing that we desire in contrast with disappointment in life is to strive to have the attitude, God, I want, I even believe you're going to do X, but even if not, I'm not going to stop worshiping you, serving you. And so I guess, yeah, as a pastor, my feeling would be if somebody came to me in person and was like, man, I want to, I want to be married, but it's not happening. Um, I would, you know, I would say unless, unless you feel like God is absolutely spoken over you you are to be single and if you if you get married you're disobeying and i say keep you could pray for that and pursue that but even if that doesn't happen don't give up on god and trust him and worship his goodness so yeah i don't think that at this particular subject just like it's two questions on either side of the spectrum i don't think it's just one way yeah you know because if nobody ever got married and had kids we wouldn't. We would be di- the humanity would be disobeying it'd be over. God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. But singleness is also a clear option in the scriptures. Yeah. So. Yep, it is. So if you want to remain single or have that desire, don't let the tide yeah. or the culture of American Christianity or any other communities pressure you. Because for you, the hope is that Paul says, I wish all of you could be like me and serve God only. You have a huge opportunity to live your life following the king only. There's no other consideration to make. There's no other worries in your head except for I'm following Jesus. And that's a privilege. So that's a beautiful opportunity that you've got. And if you want to be married and it's not happening, keep praying, keep believing, be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Bendigo and say, this is what I want, God. It's okay to make your request known to God. That's right. Like you can bring the heat with Jesus. Yeah. You can be like, this is what I want. This is what I'm after. And then in your life, refuse to do it any other way but God's way. Yep. You want to change God's mind? Commit yourself to doing it his way and say, this is what I want. But I will not go through the counterfeit route. I'm going to go your way. But I'm telling you, this is this is where my heart's at, Jesus. This is where I'm at. Mm. Like. That combination, just like faith needs action to be real faith, it kind of does, right? Like you want to see miracles, you need belief and action together. You have to. You want to change God's heart or mind on a subject and move his favor toward you, you do it God's way and refuse to do it any other way and keep telling him and be faithful. And that moves his heart. Beautiful. I believe that. Dylan believes it too. He He got a text from Nashville I did not like the city texted you. Someone in Nashville might want to make this guy's records. He's got a band. What's your band called? Sam Lighty Band. Sam Lighty Band. I don't know who Sam Lighty is, but he's got a whole band and my boy Dylan's in it. (laughs) I guess they're like really good. So look at that. He gave up on that dream 15 years ago and here it is. God's like bringing it back. So cool. Well, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for the questions. And um, some questions are hard. (laughs) <laughs> this one's got you in a stupor. He's like a different person. Where he's like, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't just. Know. You had a. You're married. You made your choice. Yeah, I did. You no, did I'm a happy. good job. Anyway, uh, find us at thethematicpodcast.com. Email us at thethematicpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me over at logicostministries.com, and you can find us both online. And by the way, I just want to say this: as the recording of this episode, we had I think 68 
reviews on Spotify a five star. Whoa, yeah. that's great. And so wherever you're listening, um, if you could leave a review and a comment, uh, it just helps get the word out of the podcast to other people. So that's so cool. Thanks for joining us. We'll see Thank you next you. time.